And now, a presentation on the Mental Health News Radio Network. The Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. Ryan, that is a freaking awesome question. Yeah, great question. You are the power. And you do not need anybody's permission. Great question. You're, you're a great interviewer. You're one of the best. That is literally a brilliant question. If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Outer Limits of Inner Tooth Radio Show. OuterLimitsRadio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Are there medicinal benefits of smoking crack? Well, we're going to find out in a comprehensive program. We're going to talk about the physical, emotional, and metaphysical benefits of crack. I did not know about this, but apparently when you smoke crack, you have access to all this celestial information, these higher vibrational frequencies. And this is apparently why the media is very anti-crack and why schools are anti-crack, because it gives you the energy and the perception to perceive beyond the matrix of control that we're currently living in. So apparently crack is very peaceful, and it's wonderful, and it's amazing. And <laughs> we're not doing a show about the benefits of crack. I don't know. I just I couldn't open up the show in a normal fashion. I, there's something wrong with me. I was kicked in the head by a horse when I was a kid. I don't know. No, we're not doing a show on crack. I don't know if there's any medicinal benefits, but uh, maybe we're a long ways away from doing crack. I don't know. We are going to welcome back to the program beloved virtue of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth, Miss Carrie O'Connor. She's going to give us an update on what is happening in the world, the energies and frequencies. She's going to offer a tremendous amount of advice, as always. And Carrie and I have a long history. And right now, you're going to hear a dramatic reenactment of a time about 10 years ago when we went to a meditation retreat. There were a bunch of people there. And it was all about getting into the zone and bringing in the energy. And I ruined it for everyone because I couldn't resist making Carrie laugh. So let's go to the reenactment right now. Welcome to today's very special meditation event. It is very important that no one speaks for the next 7 to 12 hours. Otherwise, all the forces of hell are going to come and take us all to hell. Let us begin the meditation. Carrie. 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 Bruce Jenner is my hero. I love Bruce Jenner. <laughs> He's my hero. Carrie, 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 Carrie. Carrie, Carrie. I just drank a whole can of soda. And guess who? Guess who died for my sins? Jesus. <laughs> Ryan McCormick from the Outer Limits of Inner Truth, what have you done? Now everyone's going to hell. You are never allowed to come to any of these events, my friends. Let's begin tonight's program. It is a great honor to welcome back to our program, probably for the hundred millionth time, Miss Carrie O'Connor, psychic empath, psychic medium. She's been in the Outer Limits of Inner Truth radio show Virtue since 2014. She remembers what I looked like before. I had four chins, and I actually had hair. That's how much history we have. <laughs> and you can learn more about Miss O'Connor by going to her website at carryoconnor.com. Miss O'Connor, welcome back to the very own show that you've constructively built. How are you? I am doing 
so wonderful. How are you? Doing, I miss you. Miss you too. Yeah, doing good. And there's a lot going on in this world. I don't know, but you I'm know, sure we, caught, we talk. So, based on your perspective, mm-hmm. based on the types of people that you're seeing and talking to. Do you think that things are getting a little bit better? Do you see any kind of trends with some of the spirits that you're communicating with that come through for the people that you're what, reading? What I'm seeing, Ryan, and if, if people go back in the history of the show, I spoke about this energy for so long. In 2019, think of light landing on the, this earth and it's entered into the physical realm. So what does that mean? It is, or let me say it's being more amplified so people are feeling it. So this year in particular, we're working with the laws of attraction, being able to make things happen. But as we said in the past, most people, when they start working with that creator energy, the creator within, we tend to, we're not taught how to work with it and hone it in and and work with it in a really positive way. So most of humanity tends to do it in a very wobbly way. That's one way to grow. (laughs) So many people are feeling very, very wobbly now, but there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Think of it as this year in particular, um, this is what my guide showed me, that we are all acting as we're learning a foreign language. And imagine learning a foreign language when you're not a kid, when your brain is really flexible. And so our first ego mind reaction is like, putting the hand up, talk to the hand. I don't want to learn this foreign language, but this language is the language of the soul. It's the language of the heart. It allows us to go beyond mind and emotion, ego, and be able to digest and take in this. And it looks like light codes to me. And the more we're able to digest them, the more we're able to rotate ourselves out of the bands of ego, mind, and emotion and look at life in a very big, bigger picture or perspective. There's an inclusive energy coming on. So, with this year, as we're getting adjusted to it, it's like our mouth. You know those joke things where they have those plastic inserts in people's mouth and it makes yeah. them look very weird, distorted? Imagine all of us are having like those on right now, but especially even when you get into June and July of this year, we've done enough of the plastic deer in the headlight kind of thing. And so we're starting to, again, take this energy in and learn to digest it. And it follows the energy centers and it goes down. So right now it's really hitting the third chakra. So that's going to bring up energy of self-esteem, self-worth, deep unconscious, subconscious patterns that are woven in through our history, our personal history, and also the the earth's history. And what the theme has been big time this time is has a lot to do with um, fear of annihilation, fear of change. So a lot of people are feeling this life and death kind of energy. And some people are calling and literally freaking out saying, oh, my God, I feel like I'm dying. Or they feel like a lot of emotional deaths. And I always want to point out that it's through death. It's like uh, we could find resurrection, like, again, like the light at the end of the tunnel. So even though things are looking really crazy and, and some people are like, oh, it's never been as crazy. But as especially when we get into July there's a shift that insert is getting out of our mouth. And at first it looks like it hangs there, almost like somebody has a broke, broken mandula, the jawbone, and it swings from side to side. But by the time we end up this year, let's just say 10% of the people are starting to say, all right, this isn't a foreign language. This is a language that is encoded in us that goes by any kind of physical um, language. It's the language of the heart. It's the language of the soul. And we all have a connection to it. And so that brings us to 2020, where it looks like we're putting our head down in this reflective kind of posture. So this year is a lot of getting used to this high energy, 
literally being able to open up our energetic tubes to be able to accept it. And as soon as we bring that higher light in, it's going to go to those lower parts of the energy that needs to be sped up. So a lot of people's, uh, it's like a magnifying glass is pulling up holding patterns that we could be in, even things that we uh, thought we got over, but there's still some and consciously or unconsciously we're still feeding it. So this is a major um, theme of being able to make a wonderful transformation and be able to work with this energy and hone it in. It's not a foreign language. It's a language of the soul. It's a language of God, angels, and we are all very fluent in it. So, and Carrie, we've heard, and you've actually been talking about it for a couple of years, about this energy that's coming in. When you hear about this energy that's coming in, is this energy, I'm, I'm wondering, one, where is it coming from? And two, is mm-hmm. it something that is hitting the collective human consciousness? Is it something that is hitting the collective earth? That is moving within our universe. Yep. Is this a vibrational frequency yep. that's supposed to come in? And, yep. and also, is this a energy of frequency that is oscillating on a cycle pattern where it happens and it occurs, and we're kind of playing out something that has occurred previously, or is this something that's new? Yep. We're experiencing a new form of energy that's never happened before. Wonderful, beautiful question. Okay, I'm going to go backwards. And the, as far as is it a new energy? Yes, it is new. Has there been time in our history? that we experience something very similar, absolutely. Like a Lemurian times, Atlantean times, those times in our um, individual history that we have uh, um, reached this point of being able to be in a physical body, but go beyond our minds and emotion, be able to master and be able to have, uh, feel like we're in the driver's seat of how we're directing our life force and coming from the heart and not be so strangled into mind or emotion. So there's been time in our history, but energy is new and it's always creating. So it's a different, it looks to me like different codes. When I look at a landing time, and even times that are written in our history books that, that um, we've experienced, it's, it's a similar energy because it's a high, very high frequency energy, but it's different because it has its own patterns, right? And where is it coming from? It's coming from everywhere. Some people, the shamans, and I was trained in shamanism for years, they would say that it's coming from the fifth dimension, or some people call it the fourth dimension. So it's beyond the, our third dimension, which keeps us locked into linear time, right? And so it's not just only raining down from the heavens. It's coming up from the earth. It's, it's coming all around us. It's hitting us 360 degrees. We're just getting... Um, some people feel it's bombarded, but I see it as uh, as it works its way through the energy bodies and really enters the physical body. It allows us to rotate out of the bands that keep us locked into ego, mind, and emotion. You could say with the movie The Matrix, it's when the uh, guy was uh, at the point when, you know, when he didn't have any eyelashes. Um, the actor, Keith Reeves, I love him. Nemo, where he... Uh, was uh, got unplugged from the big computer right and he was learning that he was plugged in and it, and it literally created the way he was going to view life and interact and so he was in that new baby stage where his skin he was he looked like a newborn baby he literally came out in the fetal, fetal position so you could say that that's the energy that's coming down and again it's all around us and through us and as we absorb it it's it literally looks like um on actually January 17th, I was doing a class that night. It was a Thursday night. And Ryan, and all of a sudden, I looked up and it looked like this energy pouring down on us. And I would see things with that had like, I call it codes because it was definitely a signature and stuff. And it's something that I've been watching since I was a little girl. But it's 
entered into, again, more of the physical realm. Has it always been around? Yes, but it's, I don't want to say, but it's raining down on us, helping support the bridges in the shamans talk about the rainbow bridges time. And when we bridge our own energy physically in our own world, we become much more balanced. We balance, we're much more grounded and we have access to the dimensions beyond the physical realm that we're so many people are just locked into ego mind emotion and that's the way the body is so the boxes that have been around our head and the heart are disintegrating and open us up or another vision i see is uh people having eyes in their temples and the top of their head and the bottom of the head so it's a real uh eye-opening experience for us to go back to um coming full circle for us remembering that we are um get in touch with the creator within and most people and i say this over and over again we hold that creator aspect like it's very far away most people hold it like it's in the stars and we don't have access to it and it's the furthest way from the truth it's right deep within us right and so there's aspects of us that are out in those other dimensions but there's also but us that are right inside of our heart. So we have grand openings to what, and we can bypass the wounded heart, which most people get stuck in. And when we step into that sacred heart space, it literally gives us a direction on how we can grow and expand and absorb and take in these higher energies. And they're naturally self-regulating, self-directing. So they go into, let's say the emotional body. I had this guy this morning that was really hung up on relationships that are going to save me and and just really, it was really deeply programmed with him. And so it's just been in his face all year of, uh, you know, heal your, your, your belief system when it comes to relationships. And he can look at that and really do a 360 degrees and heal what I call like the root cause. And when he does that, it's like shutting the pathway down. So he's not feeding that energy consciously or unconsciously. So hence the, tra- the major transformational energy that's coming from everywhere it's a new energy, but it's a very old energy. And some people are even talking about it's like this, this, this ancient old energy of those times when we came down here and we were very, the veil wasn't, the cord wasn't cut for us to have access to beyond the third dimension. People like, the, if you walk in, you talk to them and they do have, maybe they have some genuine like uh, sincerity in their hearts, but yet they could be bombarded with chemicals in the body i'm not just talking about drugs and alcohol yeah. i'm talking about like pres- prescription pills or, or yeah the, uh, the radiation poisoning yeah. from uh, yeah. all the stuff that's around us so i mean how can you t- how does one assess themselves if they are living genuinely within the heart or if they have external factors that are kind of clouding them and i'm not just i would call the the factors in, in addition to mm-hmm. um the the prescription pills that they may be taking in addition right. to um, you know, some, right. some of the stress that they're having, but also some of the mind manipulation that their brain's being hijacked right. by some of the programming that they're watching right. on TV from the news. So how how can right. a person tell if they're actually in a crisis and they're not in touch with their heart? When it tends to be when information comes in and there's a lot of um, emotion, when you start living in that sacred heart space, doesn't mean you will feel, but the feeling is pure. When you're still tapped into that duality, you could be getting information, but it's like a staticky radio, right? So the more we're aligned with that, um, make it open up the doorways to connect and have a direct line to our, let's just say our higher self, just make it easy, the more crystal clear the information will come in and it'll come in all around you. You'll feel it, Ryan. It feels different. 
if let's say I'm having a really bad hair day, I was bombarded with a whole bunch of BS with family and all that shit, and um, and I feel foggy, I'll cancel a session. I don't even care if it's three minutes before because I don't feel like I'm a channel of clear information. And I made a promise to myself and to my guides that that I don't do it when I'm when I'm doing that feeling bad, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So when we start tuning in. If you just think of the analogy of radio station, if we feel foggy or let's say we're really charged. I had this woman a couple of weeks ago that her husband was having an affair and blah, blah, blah. And she was all charged up. If I feel myself getting all charged up and getting like pissed off and not being able to remain in that neutral part, I know that part of me got pulled into that her emotion and or it triggers other things, the experiences that I could have, could have experienced. So it's all about the radio station. The cleaner we are and when we're getting that pure um, information, that pure energy, you can feel it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It feels different, right? When um, let's say somebody challenges me and it's something that's a universal truth. It's not Carrie's truth, but it's a universal truth. And that's another thing I'm seeing getting downloaded this year and over the next couple of years, the universal truths are coming through and the universal truths bypass Anybody's religion that separates us or anybody's belief system, it allows us to, it makes sense to us. It's a, it's a, it's not a foreign language. It's just, just, we understand it at a soul level, right? So as we are waking up and understanding and being able to reflect the energy going back and forth to each other, it's a grand time of, of celebration for us. It's like we are being able to release the shackles that have locked us in that duality energy for eons. And the plants are celebrating, the animals are separate, celebrating. And when you look at those lives um, outside of our human programming, they're just as much as um, just important as us. You know, there's no hierarchical there where uh, plants are on this low level and then we're, we're on the top of the scale. I know? never felt on the top. I always think that animals, plants, and, <clears throat> you know, microbiologists just happen to be taken on a human form. You know, one thing I love going to your website is you have some really beautiful colors, and it seems like you have like the integ- integration of sacred geometry. Are there any types of colors that a person should have around them, or uh, that they could, could kind of you know make them feel better or raise their mm-hmm. vibrational frequency? And also, are there certain works of art? Are there certain images that people should be focusing mm-hmm. their attention on at least once a day that would kind of pull them into mm-hmm. a positive place? That's a really good question. Uh, different colors. Um, everyone's energy body, like you could get aura pictures. And whenever I got them, there was a lot of uh, purple and blue and, and a lot of white balls all around me. And um, and my kids were very yellow and orange. So everyone's colors are different. What you want is uh, purity of color, right? And I've seen red people where uh, some teachings are red is bad, red is anger, red is rage. No, not if it's a pure crystalline energy. And that red means um, earth chakra and very grounded in, in, um, in health and vitality, right? So let's say somebody's feeling a lot of physical stuff. I would encourage them to work with a lot of gold energy. Gold and silver is really being like raining down upon humanity right now. The gold brings in a stability and it it goes right down to the bones. Like even think of your physical bones as gold and radiate it through your whole cells and, and throughout the skin from the inside out. That silver energy, that platinum energy has been weaving and then it's like the, um, the blues have turned platinum silvery to me, and that just means a higher vibration, right? And as far as artwork, anything, Ryan, that 
makes you feel like warm in the heart. It's, I was just talking to my um, boyfriend about art where some art jumps off the, the, um, the canvas and it looks very alive and you can see it moving around. It's a constant flux when somebody puts their passion there. And let's say you're looking at an artist that's really distorted or let's flip it to radio, like music, right? When I hear, uh, that real hang, uh, banging, um, like punk rock or whatever, it sounds very distorted to me. And not saying that there can't be good music in that, right? But when it, when it makes you kind of crazy or it, makes you, it feels like nails on a chalkboard, that's not the best thing you want to be concentrating on yourself. You want to concentrate on your things that are beautiful. And speak of sacred geometry, if people looked, at, uh, looked up sacred geometry and just some of those uh, images, your soul, again, your higher self understands it. They absorb it, and, it's, and it takes in an energy of itself, and it's self-regulating, self-directing. So I would encourage people of looking at nature, too. Nature is the most beautiful thing. It's spring here in Connecticut, and the flowers are going, and the trees are starting to bud. So anytime we could go out in the clean part of nature, not when it's everything's destroyed. Or I remember when there was work being done in my neighborhood, and they were cutting down all these trees. And when I was driving by, Ryan, I heard the, tr- the trees crying like they had this really high pitch and I was telling my boyfriend I said I could tell when plants are thirsty or not because it's a higher pitch and there was some scientists that went into the jungles and put up um, very high refined sound things and they heard the music from the plants it was gorgeous Ryan so we want to fill ourselves with that kind of energy especially if we have to go out in the world and we're around let's say a, a office that has the artificial lights and you're just bombarded with cement and there's nothing natural about it you want to make sure you bring your natural around you and i would also bring in a gold ball around me gold is very stabilizing when i use silver it tends to bring me up into the spiritual body too fast but gold if if you said carry one color i'd say gold gold bright gold bright okay. bright yellow gold that's awesome. Yeah, so we can focus on that. One of the things I found is interesting is that going to your website, you now do Akashic remote readings. So I think that's really awesome. So yep. with go through with people. So can you please explain what that is and how you know how did you get to this point where you're actually able to go to other people's Akashic records? Okay. Well, part of that energy has always been in the um, energy field and information. I should say it's always been in the energy field anyway. So I was guided to offer. These, I do gold coin too, which deals with people's blocks with money. And we look at them and clear them. But the Akashic records are really cool because to me, it looks like you're going through this hallway. And I swear to God, the way my uh, mind interprets it, I'll see on what the right side pictures of them in other incarnations and other experiences. And I look at two things. The left side to me represents the past and any incarnational experience that could be interfering with this lifetime, right? Like an energetic hangover. And the right side shows me the, um, their pure potential, what they're connected to. And then it merges into this third like hallway that appears, like, or you could say the end of the hallway, which is uh, an ability to take in the energy that could be, again, interfering with this incarnation, but really say, all right, this theme, you're made this lifetime. You've had many, many incarnations where you personally have been a, um, in the front lines. You're not afraid to go in the front of even war zones and that, but communication is in really important for you. All forms of communication, especially bridging communication. So you're able to listen to the left and to the right 
and um, and maintain that neutral state, Ryan, right? And that's a beautiful thing. You have that Bridger energy. You've done it many, many incarnations, and you've come in during times of great change on the planet knowing that you're going to be in the front lines, right? So that would be in somebody's in car, in, um, Akashic Records, and that's where I just really follow where their solar imprint is bringing me, right? So it's just following their direction and then just reporting it. I said to somebody, I feel, feel like more that I'm a reporter of what the energy patterns are doing. Energy doesn't lie. It follows a um, or BS ourselves, you know, it follows a pattern, blah, blah, blah. And so I just report what I'm seeing, feeling, sensing, you know, so I, I consider myself more of a reporter, right? That's awesome. Um, you hey. have Yep. It just gave me just out of curiosity. Have you ever done some readings with people where you were just like, oh my have god, I done what? Do you, have you ever done some readings, I... readings with people where you start looking at their energy field and you start <laughs> realizing, oh my god, this person is, is like a mass murderer from a previous life incarnation. Are they, yeah. they, are this person was specifically here to destroy, and they're actually utilizing my services so they can yeah. become more aware of who to destroy. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think everyone's positive. But I've, I've run into, a, I mean, I don't know. I, I think they're part of my language. But I think there are a lot of assholes walking around. And I think that those assholes are here to probably to fulfill their purpose. They're like, it's I, agree. I agree. And I've seen, um, I've only dealt with publicly, I've been out for like 20 something plus years. And there was one, two guys that had like the killer energy, you know? And, um, and I felt it beforehand. I was prepared. I mean, I have my little, uh, um, my friend of mine is a, was a, a, a police many moons ago and she has a police baton. So <laughs> I have my little things, right. But this one guy in particular came in and he definitely, um, had all this black swirling energy. He couldn't even look at me, you know, he couldn't look into my eyes. And, um, and that was an interesting reader. Then I had this other client that again, kind of had like the killerish kind of energy or was involved in kidnapping, molestation, child molestation, Jeez. that kind of stuff. Uh, but I have had clients where I can read the person off of them. So I had this one client whose hus ex-husband was in jail. He was a, a serial killer, Ryan, and, and he ended up killing himself or whatever, but he came in, and uh, he, when his energy uh, came in, it was so well guarded and protected. It just showed me how much when I, I do energy um, protection techniques before I do any kind of reading, it just tunes me in and stuff like that. But man, this guy's energy could not come around. But I'd have to say he's the lowest of low. You have like the devil evil energy and he was even underneath there where it was, uh, I think he was the worst distorted person i've ever seen in the space i was surprised he was able to live i'm not I wasn't surprised he killed himself well i just it, when you look at a person who's got a higher or lower vibrational frequency my understanding is that okay well uh, you know the, the, the reason why matter and solid energy forms is because it's oscillating at a lower vibrational frequency now mm -hmm. i wonder what is is there a difference between lower vibrational frequency in terms of the speed for which something vibrates compared to the the degree of negative energy for which it is able to um, you know, occupy because I've, I've heard things where we hear uh, something like, oh, well, the person's got such a high vibrational frequency or the being's got such a high vibrational frequency that it cannot exist in this plane of existence. It cannot be seen. It cannot be heard because it's oscillating at such a high frequency that it is unable mm -hmm. to be processed by the human brain. Yet we tend to hear that, okay, mm -hmm. well, the person's so negative. Well, you know, they're, that's why they're on the earth and that's why they're so intensely solid. So I don't know what to make of that. I was wondering what your perspective is. I, that's interesting because um, 
I've seen masters and, and I mean, really high vibrational beings that are able to morph into this um, realm. And they look not as solid as you and I, but they look more like Scotty beam me up where there's just a vibrational thing. And their vibration is really high. I think Stuart Wilde talks about it when he met um, Shilala, where it was like the divine feminine aspect of the divine feminine, right? And it would connect to his divine feminine self. And he said that that being was oscillating so fast that he had dropped him to his knees. He couldn't look up at her. She looked like this um, disco ball that was going around. I knew exactly what he was talking about when he said the disco ball. That to me is where a brain understands multidimensional self and you just look like in one mirror of the disco ball and it's just even one mirror can be hard to look at, right? So they, they do have an ability to, um, to communicate in this physical realm, you know, they, uh, it might not be fast, or sometimes they have like ambassadors to say the energy, right. But um, even with the creator, creator, creator energy, where you think it's just um, all just pure energy bliss, even you could, you could still tap into that. I'm, I'm, I, I've seen it and I've experienced it. So, and as far as the, um, the low energies to think that um, you were, you were t- kind of talking about like we're in solid form, so we must be real assholes. Yeah. I was just wondering, cause it, 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 apparently like if you're going to be so- in a slow, slow vibration then you take out the physical form, right. but, I mean, but I'm thinking, like, what if, where do you go if you're like super evil? I mean, just super. What, what right. If- right. Well, I think that we take physical form for all different reasons, right? And um, and a lot of it, this lifetime in particular, it's like we lined up to be here, believe it or not, to be able to watch this grand shift that was going on that we've experienced lifetimes and lifetimes, and we've experienced either way, a not good um, turnout, like Lemire and Atlantean, when some people that decide to stay on those islands and sunk, and they knew, you know, that was not a great outcome, but there was also people that had foreknowledge and they left to keep the teachings or the energy signature to continue. And those people that have like the really negative, um, heavy, lower energy, there is, you can see there is a purpose for them because everyone has like, just say even one tiny droplet of light, right? So that person that is really, really low can have the potential to tap into more of the light does it look like they're going to not really i mean the likelihood is is not high but still you never know you know i mean the doorways open they can tap into more of that light energy and those that are vibrating again even underneath the i'm doing air quotes here like the devil energy they just um to me i remember walking to walmart one time and i heard this energy from the aisle over and it was <laughs> like this breathing thing. Jeez, I was, like, was, 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 it, was it a congressman or something? <laughs> Close. <laughs> it was this guy that was just, I swear to God, I thought everyone could hear his breath. Right. But it was, he just was this black blob, right. And he talked about molester killer energy. He definitely had that. And again, he couldn't look at me because, of course, I was like, you know, look at me, look at me. And, um, and he just, it's like he, like the hunchback of Notre Dame. It was all over, curled over. And he was just like, oh my God, it was, it was horrible. And I could smell him for miles. It was like a sulfur smell. And I don't run into those a lot. <laughs> Thank God. But, um, yeah, there's lower energies that, that do exist. And, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So when somebody's around that lower energy, a lot of times those lower energy people need a feed. They, they grab on it, you know. I've seen people, especially with um, mental disease, I'm pretty well versed in this because I have two siblings that are um, really uh, have some issues there. 
And I've seen, especially with my sister, especially this year, Ryan, and I know we talked about this privately, that she's been, um, she's super, super intuitive. She's an, uh, uh, an artist and she, it's like she, her whole head and her crown chakra is totally wide open like a, a satellite dish. But what happened to her is that she's not able to filter out the what's real, what's not real, and just be able to protect herself. And so then you see all these other energies, incarnated spirits, like dragging on her expression when she started drinking to like try to help herself or whatever. And then you really see these energies come around where that's when like the possession energy comes in, right? Where you look at somebody and when you look in their eyes, it's not even them, you know, it's just there, just a darker energy to just take over itself. Well, Crazy. Just thinking about the the types of beings that would uh, influence people. You talked about mental health. I mean, I I wonder if somebody has got bipolar disorder, or yeah. they have other things where they, you know they they have some semblance of who they are as part of the time, and other time they're not really there. When a being or a negative entity attaches itself to you, does mm-hmm. it need nourishment from you twenty four seven, or does it still? kind of behave the way it did in the physical form where it'll take a meal digest and come back when it's hungry again so mm-hmm. i'm wondering mm-hmm. if, if that's part you could of have reason. one of both you could have one that's like a friggin' ass tick that haze that stays on when it's filled up enough it'll kind of like fall off right and other ones are connected to their mental body or their like emotional body <clears throat> and they're really close by so it looks like those are hanger honors where you just can't shake those guys loose um so you got both forms you know ones that just hit and run you know take up like a, a energy vampire energy and those that um it's like the person is a host for current life you know and, and they're just uh bombarded and are there any particular emotions that these beings uh the Entities tend to become more attracted to. Are they more attracted to anger? Are they more attracted to depression? Are they, if you're a hopeful, cheerful person, do they want to come after you for that? Like, what makes you a, a better meal, a most attractive meal for these entities? <laughs> funny, sorry. Um, <laughs> what what can really attract to me when I I look at energy that looks like very very black, and that can be depression. It also can be uh key porn and you know all that kind of stuff um and the other is like that when i see red that's very asymmetrical and it looks like all fiery that's like a a rage anger right so you combine those two together the red and the black that's all asymmetrical those are like just uh magnets that uh people uh lower energy wants to feed off of because it ignites their anger their rage and um and sometimes depression but the, you have to look at the depression and it looks like you're going through layers and layers and layers of, of just this black, distorted, effed up stuff. And then underneath it, you'll get a layer in the emotional body that originated from like depression, deep, deep depression, where somebody feels like they're in the bottom of the ocean, no way up. But then there's two ways to deal with depression where some people stick and sink into it and it kind of... Um, like they cocoon themselves and they just are kind of like their own worst enemy and those, that kind of thing. And there's other people that just shoot it out. Like I've had people in my family where I just, I said, I'm another, why do they come around? We're in the bad mood. Cause to me, it's like they go into the room, they're spraying air freshener. We're all freaking out, breathing it in and we get their moods. It's just like so inappropriate. Right. And so those kind of people that have to go out and want to spew their energy all around, those are the most, dangerous type to be honest they just uh get an energy feed and fix and they want to bring you down so then the happy light person 
they can be attracted to because they want to hook in and they want to bring the person down, right? I've seen many times where people consciously or unconsciously, even with partners, want to put a lid on somebody and they don't even realize that when they put the lid over right, it's right over their crown chakra and their eighth to twelfth chakra. Our connection to source God creator and especially if it's somebody close to you, like let's say a partner that's like, I'm your biggest supporter, whatever, but then they're afraid if you get too big, you're going to leave them or whatever, or, you know, that kind of thing, or you make too much money, it's going to be all distorted. So they put a lid on it. They, they kind of chip away at your confidence or because they know you because you're close to them. They know your back doors are vulnerable points. So um, I'm all for no litting me, no back corners. And you could direct your energy where you cut off those pathways where people can go into your vulnerable spots, right? I just got to say this, I mean, because people when listen to the program know that I'm married and I am like shocked that my wife hasn't left me yet. I, I wake up every morning thinking, I'm like, thinking I'm like, this is the day she's going to finally wake up. This is like, And she's still around. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything if she doesn't say anything. So I guess she's still here. <laughs> oh, your wife is lovely. She's cool. She, uh, she's she cool, but you, I, I have her under a spell. I have, her, I have her under a spell. She's under a lid. Yeah, she's, she's, she's under a spell. For some reason, she thinks this voice is charming. But the rest of the people, it just makes them want to go to sleep. Um, <laughs> you know that when I, before I've gotten an airplane before, I've, I've, I think I've seen you a couple of pictures where I wear the SARS mask. And, uh, oh, my God. Yeah. That's so funny. Because oh <laughs> I don't want to get other people. Everyone's like worried about, you know, everyone's going to get vaccinations while I wear the SARS mask because I don't want to hear everyone coughing and I want to prevent myself from getting sick. And since I started putting that mask on, I haven't gotten sick. So is there any type of metaphysical SARS mask we can put on or like surgical mask we can put on to prevent ourselves from yeah. getting other yes, people's that's a very good. Idea? That's a very good, good question. The um, easiest one that I tell people is go inside a disco ball and, and trust that the disco ball is a stellated dodecahedron that la- actually lets you reflect your true divine high energy and deflect if anybody's lower and trying to latch on, right? We can go on hours and hours what it means, why that, blah, blah, blah. But just putting yourself in, in, into a disco ball is a really good protection, especially now because it does allow you to reflect yourself. Because I remember having this conversation with a teacher healer a long time ago. And we're talking about, well, if you need protection, even the energy of that, you're drawing up that there's something that you need to protect, right? And I understood what she was saying, but I also said, you know what? I didn't want to get arm wrestle around words, you know? What I see is when we're able to plug in another thing, it's like see yourself with angel wings. Or what I do is see myself inside my sacred heart area, in our higher self all knows where that is, if, we don't, if we're not familiar to it. And see yourself small at first, like one to two inches with angel wings, right? So you're saying I'm connecting to my divine part. And then see yourself get bigger, bigger, bring it up to the top of your head, bottom of your feet, and see the energy radiating from the inside out of your physical vessel. Because what that does is it opens up the pathway. It opens up like the strongest part of um of protection it fills in when i look at most people's energy field it looks like swiss cheese a lot of holes in it right so when we're able to fill those holes in from the inside out you're vibrating where you are invisible they um there's training in shamanism where you're in there like i don't know five or six years where they call it like the cloak of invisibility like harry potter's cloak of invisibility and what it is is a vibrational thing and when you're consciously Having the energy and you spin so fast, you're um, you could go under the radar when you're speeding. Cops don't see you. 
Um, I know stories talk about taking people to international um, uh, airports and had them try to go through security. And if you hold your energy right, you could go through the security and not get, um, you know, caught and whatever. I know it was years ago, security was a little bit different, but it, it's all about vibration, right? So the biggest form of protection, again, is allowing our natural, true, divine nature to radiate out from the inside out. And I know a lot of people, I even said it myself, put yourself in a gold ball. That's great. We, we are taught to... Um, uh, do it exteriorly, which helps, but we also want to add in that extra protection of put yourself in a gold ball, so that's wonderful. It starts to rain in your energy and start to fill in those Swiss cheese holes, but then when you add the extra part of seeing it coming in from the inside out, it just forms a, a cloak of indivisibility from those negative energies, and it's also good for your soul. It's good soul food. No, Ryan, you know, you guys are a perfect example because I've said this to you before. um, You have a pathway where 10% of the world are born where they have a natural pathway to their heart, right? doesn't mean we have easy stuff. We could go through hard stuff where we're bombarded too sensitive. Some people have been through, you know, depression and and suicidal because it just, we have such a connection, right? And other 90% of humanity is stuck in the, you know, they say the 13 inches between the head and the heart is the biggest journey we all go through. So they're stuck in that, that square box in there. Their life lesson is to get dropped down into the heart, bypass, go through the wounded heart and get into that, that real heart space where we know it's not a foreign language. We know when we feel that high vibration of what it is like to be the creator within and that energy is all around us. It goes through us, including our physical body. So the more those pathways are opening, this is what this year is doing, it's strengthening those pathways. And the more we're able to hone in the energy and use it, it's like we're in the driver's seat of how we're directing our life force, not in a controlling way, but it's an unfolding way. And that's what I'm watching. A lot of people unfolding in a beautiful, balanced way, even though if you look in the or pick up the paper or whatever, it looks like hell's good. life's going to hell in a handbasket, right? Yeah, it looks like but stuff's, like stuff's popping right now. I don't know understand what, what, what's going on. I mean, we talked a lot about it because yeah, I guess it's all speculation until something happens, but I just want to know why people are, are so upset right now. I mean, and this is like weird because we're in America and this is where we actually have like a relatively hot, we have a high standard of living. You know, you've got electricity, yeah. you've got Wi-Fi. Yeah. You can go to a store yeah. and give someone a piece of paper, and with that sheet of paper, right. they'll give you food. I mean, and people are still right. upset; they're still cracking up. Like, well, wait till we actually have a real problem. Yes, we are. Well, we're so programmed that this is the way it is. It has to do with huge entitlement issues, right? And that's really a good point, right? I wish that everybody. If they weren't literally able to travel around the world, that they they watch a video that's um, like 3D where they really feel it, not just like an observer, but really feel um, what it's like to not know where a male is, when your next male is, to have to walk miles for dirty water and all that kind of shit, right? It just kind of puts you in perspective. And where we're waking up, because you could say that America is the, the spotlight is on us, not because we're the fanciest and the best, but there's even been teachings from all different things, from Buddhism, the Kabbalah, or whatever, that they said that the states, because we were built on the foundation of the forefathers that are all about 
what I call inclusive energy, supporting each other, our rights, right? But we've been so pumped into the other realm of it that feels more dictatorialist, right? And we there's a time, especially when you get to June and July, that I see a simple image that we have graduated to the round table, which in a cycle, in a nanosecond means full circle, wholeness, holiness, inclusive energy, and being able to any business, I don't care if it's pharmaceutical, government, um, even if it's acting classes, I don't give a shit. If we are going back to that round table blueprint, because even those square tables mean it's programmed with duality, them against us, blah, 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 which is going to lock us in this holding pattern that nobody wins, right? And we've gotten away with that. That's how we've been programmed for many, many thousands of years, right? Now we've entered the stage where it's not working anymore, right? We're, and I've been watching for years as this roundtable is getting stronger and stronger. So this year in particular, and our soul knows this, it's our soul is encoded that we want that roundtable energy, right? And that means, again, wholeness, full circle, we're able to take off those friggin' ass glasses and be able to look at another human being wholly, you know, and not separating them against us and all the stuff that, that um, duality does. So this is uh, where America is really divided right now, right? Um, black, white, them, us, just everything, you know, from religion to, uh, you know, the government and all this other stuff. So it's the spotlight is on us for us to be able to step back, rein in our energy. And there's been a bullying energy where it's like my way, the highway, our way is the way to do it, right? Who said, you know? So we're we're digesting it. Looks like we're eating all these letters that we're spitting out because encoded in those letters is a universal truth that all of humanity is learning to digest and take it in. And the universal truths bypass countries by this color of our skin, religion, all of that. It goes right to the heart of matters, right? And the heart of matters is that we all are a part of creation, the creator truly. And when we connect to our creator within and turn the volume up to that and get more tubes open to that and feed that aspect with us with good energy, it allows us to step beyond those holding patterns that we've been locked in for eons. Miss Carrie O'Connor. Yeah. Miss Carrie O'Connor, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Carrie O'Connor, psychic medium and beloved virtue of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth Radio Show. You hear me thanking her constantly and Lisa at the end of every show. And Carrie's been with us since the very beginning. A dear friend, one of the person I consider to be one of my closest friends. I love her so much. You can learn more about Miss O'Connor by going to her website at carrieoconnor.com. Miss O'Connor, thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Ryan. I love it, and I love you. And tell your lovely wife I said hello. We're doing deep action for our senses, love. <laughs> okay everyone that concludes today's edition of the Outer Limits of Inner Truth special thanks to our incredible featured guest in Outer Limits of Inner Truth radio show virtue Miss Carrie O'Connor and special thanks as always to our other virtues Miss Constance Ellis and Miss Lisa Casa to learn more about the Outer Limits of Inner Truth please go to our website at OuterLimitsRadio.com until the next time we meet my friends I wish upon you an abundance of peace Love and beers. Take good care and thank you so much for listening.